I'm ready to go whenever. We're, we're going. Oh, we're going. <laughs> we're recording up in this bitch. Hello. Void. What's up? What the fuck's up? We're this back. Is, yes, this is Technically Human Podcast. Bet you thought you find us on SoundCloud, huh? Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, uh, wait, I don't want to say anything bad if we're not. Are we against SoundCloud now? No, or? I just got thrown off. So yeah. I just found out that there is a uh, upload limit on SoundCloud. So our two podcast uh, streak is uh, come to an end. It was a fun run. It was a good run. It was a fun <laughs> little. <laughs> I feel like we really did something. <laughs> well, we 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 made a friend in Rose Nesbit. Gonna miss you, Rose. Hope you stick around for when we That's figure like, it out. You're right. <laughs> it's like falling off of your bike, like at your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do this. Ugh. Then falls right over. Uh, I feel really bad. Rose Nesbitt probably doesn't care at all. Hasn't listened. We care about you, though. But the fuck thing is they're never going to know what happened. But we're, we should find. <laughs> we should figure out a way and like, put like a two-minute like thing up. It's like, Rose, this is specifically for you. Come yeah, back we'll to the start channel. a manhunt for this one. <laughs> um, hey, guys. Welcome back. Hello. How's it going? Technically Human Podcast, Episode 3. The Beans. Not the beans. This one's also the beans. I'm the one tiling this shit, so I don't think it's ever going to be we'll called the beans. We'll slowly find out who's in charge by what this podcast is called in a year. <laughs> and I'm betting on the beans. Dude, it's going to be a channel awesome of sorts, where it's just a complete implosion within the first year. Oh, no. <laughs> complete implosion. <laughs> well, it, what is this, week three, and we're already off of a platform? Yeah, we're... <laughs> <laughs> we already uh, stopped a little bit. So week three, we've been kicked off of the... <laughs> original platform yeah, dude. Um, what a great start i love it i've a, never felt better i feel like there's nowhere to go but up we, literally we've had the best week for production but for our personal channel it's just been absolute chaos yeah, um we've had a super busy month we, we have how many things have we shot this month ali so it's three now three so four four technically soon. so it was we did. Uh, I have. I have my handy dandy calendar here. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. It's calendar time coming up, guys. We're flipping through the pages calendar, of time. Get a calendar. And They're you, amazing. And if you're not gonna do that, we'll just take your fingers off. Wait, what? What? Can, what's on the calendar? All right. Uh, on the calendar, we had a. Um, we had the Michelle shoot at Second Bar. Mm-hmm. That one was really really cool, and we got some awesome food after that. Yeah. Then you had uh, Mary's first, yes, like debut entertainment video of ours, which will be coming relatively soon. Yes, <laughs> relatively soon is the biggest guarantee we've made. So it's far. gonna be. I'm not even gonna say the title. I don't. No one's telling me not to say the title, but I think it's gonna be a fun little thing if I don't say the title. <laughs> so why not? We're just not gonna tell you. <laughs> uh, and then coming up, we have a shoot at Foreign and Domestic. Yep. That's another one of the Dish and Dames. Dish and Dames episodes then, coming at you. Yeah, and then we had the Lulu Fest shoot. Which was super fun. Oh, Do you man. want to talk about the Lulu Fest for a little Let's bit? Let's talk about Lulu Fest. So the most amazing people, uh, Peggy and Susie, uh, just so nice to us the whole time. And we're yeah. just like, well, here's what we're doing. It's the second time we've ever done this music festival. Lulu Fest, by the way, is a music festival for the blues, jazzy, rocky people in the area and it's specifically specifically focused on female leadership in the uh, music industry which i feel like is such a really good way of saying that because mm. they don't mean that men aren't welcome and they don't yeah. mean that men aren't 
ambitious or creative or overcoming anything when they go into like everybody Mm. everybody's got their own beef but this is something saying like if you have a female in a leadership role we'd love to showcase that we'd love to show you guys off and um yeah that's kind of the whole point of it so it was really cool that there were bands and there were men and there were all this sort of stuff the focus though was on the female leaders and like the the singers and there's this really amazing drummer there from new york and so many cool instruments just really good music it was a cool night yeah i i super enjoyed it uh definitely stressed out going into it because this was technically our first big ish production as uh a a company group of people making videos uh because it was we had a a three camera setup yeah three camera setup uh with dit and it doesn't sound all that complicated but it was like our first festival and it was cool to see everything get pulled off everyone did an amazing job yeah and uh hopefully we get to do something with them again next year if they uh do lulu fest uh again but yeah so it's just been an absolutely insane month a little bit for the both of us yeah that's not even the extent of it because i don't think i even brought up the ai austin film festival yeah that's gonna be happening soon also yeah that's gonna be happening also tuesday and that was really cool because it was kind of it's turning into a bit of a snowball effect of Mm. we're working with someone who hears from someone else that there's another job who is friends with someone else who has another job and they know someone who's been looking for someone to do something like this. So yeah. it's pretty cool to see it. It's starting to kind of build itself. And yeah. like this is pretty fun. Which if you, if you think about, and this just it sounds like we're just patting ourselves on the back, but it's just, it's, <laughs> I thought this process was going to go a lot slower than it, than it is. Cause I, this is like the first three weeks of us doing this. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And we've also we've already had like all this other shit going on and it's been awesome. But all this to say, it's like super cool to see everything going, uh, being busy. Yeah, yeah. It's on one hand, uh, it feels like being continuously dunked underwater. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, you'd get bored without it. So. That's true. We'd probably go absolutely insane. We'd be yeah. like, why aren't we getting any work? But oh, yeah. yeah. We will be insane when we're 26 or something oh, and God. life is not like. I, I'm scared for the day that I'm not under fire because what is life going to feel like anymore? Is it just going to be numbness? Like, what's it going to be like when I can always pay rent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it's, it's like when you go on, like, The Sims and you're like, you just put that, like, was it Rosebud cheat on and get all the money? And it's like, well, then what the fuck is the point of anything anymore if I'm not going to be stressed out and crying yeah. every night? <laughs> the whole point was to lower my quality of life. And that is not why I'm in the film industry. I don't know why I'm in the film industry. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, all but that's been, say, it's we're been super cool. lucky to have the people that we're working with, and we're super lucky to have the people that are helping us on all the teams. Uh, shout out to Ashley, shout out to Tyler, bang bang. Uh, shout out to Avery, bang. Not that he's helped us with a shoot yet. Yeah, he'll he's help nice. us with a goddamn thing. Avery's a nice dude, and I appreciate that he's my friend. So I I appreciate I I don't know Avery all that well, and nobody does. But just <laughs> I tell a lot of people that I've put in technical. Like, I, I put in your path. I'm like, oh, meet this person. You'll like them yeah. eventually. Well, the, the funny thing is that we, we went to a school, or I went to, you're still going to, mm-hmm. a school that is, like, you're... Humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> I went to. I did the bare minimum and graduated. <laughs> oh, look at me. But and you're still in school. <laughs> but, like, we have, like, these people that are, we're in classes with, like, for months at a time. But, like, 
have no idea who they are outside of school or whatever. Oh, we yeah. were that was us for a while. That, yeah. Like we had gone to school together within like the same classes for a solid like year yeah. before we even like said a word to each other. Okay, but to be fair, I just thought you were too cool to ever talk. To Which is the, funny. I, I was like DJs. <laughs> I was like D, I I don't know what the right term is for this, but like. DJ is not here to make friends with anyone. He's not here to talk to anyone. He's got more important stuff to do. I'm just never going to talk to this guy. I mean, to be fair, I was on that fuck everybody train at that point in time. So you might have been right in that regard. It was pretty funny to hear your side of it was like, I didn't care if any, like, I didn't care about it, uh, talking to anyone. I didn't care if anyone liked me or anything. I just mm. wasn't interested in that. But in my head, I was like, Man, DJ's just so far ahead of us. He doesn't have to worry about he's making so friends. Like, he's so far ahead. He's not even kind of concerned with like <laughs> the four hours he's spending here. Well, let, that's pretty cool. I'm just going to break down my experience with this place real quick in the most bare bones fashion. Um, I, I transferred to the school that we both went to. And I... Are we not naming it? No. All right? <laughs> you, you know, just in case I want to get salty about sure. it. Um, but... It, it, it was a thing of, like, I transferred there, and I was supposed to graduate a year prior to when I... I graduated two to three years later than I was supposed to. Wait, how long did you spend all together in school? Uh, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, about five years. Around five to, like, a little over four to, like, under five years. Uh, so at year two or three, when I'm supposed to be graduated, I'm a little upset all the time to be at this place. And I'm also having things going on outside of this place that is like, I'm being kept from because I have to go to this place. And I'm just like, at that point in time, you were probably right to a degree where I was like, I wasn't angry at the people, but I was angry that I had to be in the building. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing that's kind of important without naming names or anything is DJ had other very, in my opinion, very high class jobs, like very cool jobs. I was to living have. my best life. You were. <laughs> you had some of like every time we talked to like the work that I was doing at the time, mm. which was almost nothing. <laughs> like really hard to call it almost work. It was mm. my second year in college. I was not there for my main focus was not education. Maybe at the time. <laughs> So the stuff that I was legitimately putting my heart and soul as much as I could into were just not turning out to be good products. And DJs over here, like, had this amazing internship where people knew his name and, like, actually had a little bit of an online persona at a different job for a little while mm. and, like, has been through all of these steps and knows more about it. And we're just kind of over here like, yeah, I mean, it'd be really nice to do that someday. That's pretty cool. All right, well, I guess... um. Done talking to you, DJ. Like, <laughs> well, I, just, I got nothing to say to that. It's just, well, it's funny because, like, when I got here, my main objective, because all, all the stuff that I did within the first two years of me being here was so based out of fear completely. Oh, wow. That I was just like, <laughs> I, I, it was completely out of fear. Because, like, so I got here and I'm like, all right, well, I'm not in Illinois. I got to make this shit work right now. And I, I got my first internship. Because I was, I used to, I still listen to the show, but I used to listen to it super heavy. I listened to the show and I heard that they got an intern. And I was thinking about like applying for that position, which they hadn't had an intern before uh -huh. uh, this position. So I was like, oh, I'll apply to that. And then I saw someone was like, oh, yeah, we just got an intern. And I was like, oh, shit, fuck, <laughs> I gotta do something now. I gotta. <laughs> 
like, I was like losing my mind. I've got to be an intern or my life is yeah. useless. Well, essentially, where I was just Bad like, news, kids. If anyone is still thinking that, you'll feel even more useless after an internship. <laughs> your confidence does not go up. It, it definitely depends on your internship. Okay, true. true. Um, but it, it, it was a thing where I was like, right, I got to do this right now. So like I went down there and I was like, hey, first of all, I went on like a show, like a live stream that they were doing for South By. And, like, it was really fucking weird because I had listened to these guys. Like, I could I could say the name of these people. Double Toasted. Super amazing people over there. But I've been listening to, to these guys where it's, like, for, like, ten years at this point. Like, since I was, like, eight or nine. So I was, like, I was super pumped to do an internship for them. I was, like, oh, fuck, yeah, this is great. But anyway, I go down for the South By thing. And I go on the show because uh, they're just, like, picking random people from the audience. And, like, they had me do, like, this freestyle rap thing that, like, I, I, I barely made it through. Oh, no. But apparently people were – it wasn't terrible. Okay. I didn't do a terrible job. But it was a very strange experience to be like – imagine, like, you're hanging out with Dan Harmon, right? Or oh. going to a Dan Harmon show, and he, oh. he says, like, all right, come up on stage. All right, now do this, like, crazy thing. Also, hey, how you doing? Or <laughs> it's just like – it was just such a bizarre experience. Wait, like, I'm so confused. Were you interning or were you in the audience? This was, this was me in the audience. Okay. I asked to intern later that day. Oh. And that's how I got the internship. Whoa. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And it was also a day where I almost died of a nut allergy. Oh. So it was a pretty bonkers day. Yeah, this is pretty – yeah. <laughs> Did you do that to get the internship? <laughs> All right, you have to have I this sh- internship. But first <laughs> – I swear to God I'll eat the nut. <laughs> And that's how I get all my internships. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> we'll eat nuts for internships. <laughs> Listen, man, it's all out of fear, man. All out of fear. That's how bad it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, just all that. And then the internship I got after that was, like, completely based off of, like, that's how I got to Austin initially. Where it's like, oh. yeah, so, like, I had applied for an internship at this company beforehand. And I was living in Illinois at the time. And I got an email back. We were emailing back and forth for like a day or so. And it was like, okay, uh, we're going to do this thing or whatever. I forgot to email like one thing within an hour. And then oh, they just stopped. Shit. I know, right? And I was like, fuck shit. But then like it put me in a position. I was like, what was I going to do? What was I going to do to get this? I live in Illinois. What was I going to do for this internship? I was just going to move like the week of. But. So, like, I vowed to myself, I was like, all right, I should probably, like, live in Austin next time I apply for this internship. Everyone knows. <laughs> Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. Oops. Um, but so, like, I move here, and I'm like, okay, cool. And I applied for it randomly. I got it. It's It was all luck. No, no, it wasn't random, DJ. You're ah. good at what you do. Ah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Ugh, it makes me mad. Because you know. DJ is legitimately good. All right, like, that's that, enough. That's the scary part about cutting this. cutting all of this. Is... <laughs> all right, <laughs> shit. DJ is the worst, and we all hate him. There we and... go. I'm boosting that audio. All right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, it's like, all that to say is that, like, the only reason I did what I did in the position I was in when we were, like, when we met is because I completely shotgun approached everything that I did, and I feel that might be a thing that more art students should be doing yeah okay exactly for sure that's you know this saying this saying all i did was this you know Mm -hmm. i think that's very like cool because what i did was uh i told i i my parents were like you have to do college and i was Mm -hmm. like are you sure 
do I have to though? <laughs> can I just skip it and like already be a tattoo artist? Because that's what I'm going for. Right. That's all the reason I'm living. Like, because I was 17. <laughs> you know, that's the coolest thing you can think of. At the yeah, time. and that was legitimately the only thing I knew I liked was probably right. tattoos at the time. So for sure. I was like, uh, yeah. So I toured different places, and I was kind of just looking for an art school to learn how to draw. And then one of them was like, oh, well, you should try filmmaking because. You've literally tried writing scripts before, and I don't understand why you haven't thought that you could do it for a job. And I was like, you know, I guess you're right. Mm. I could try that. And then I just got, like, slowly, slowly but surely got more and more into it. Mm -hmm. And then I find that, then I slowly decided to, like, go to college. It was, it was a process of convincing. Well, it's, well, a college conversation is completely, another time, another place, but, like, it's, it, it gets frustrating when you are in that environment and you see a lot of people are like, oh, God, I wish I could be doing this right now. Or I wish I was doing that. It's like you can just like obviously there's limitations and all that. But like figure out a way to do, if not that, a version of that. And like because I see a lot of people just like they just go home and they just like, you know, like smoke out and like just play video games and like do all this other shit. That's like not what they're going to school for. And it's like, if you're going to school for this, wouldn't this be a thing that you like doing? Oh, yeah. In your free time? Like, yeah. But like, you know, I think it's so inspiring and so cool when I hear these people that are like, oh, yeah, I absolutely loved. uh, I I have been trying to hold a camera since I was 10. I've been in love with this production company since I was 14. Like those origin stories are so cool to me because Mm. I did not have that feeling at all. Really? I don't even I don't even really think I have a favorite movie. I just have an answer because people ask that question too much. Which is what? Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh, nice chance. I like that. It's a damn good movie. movie. That's a real good movie. It's, it's, I would I would say it's my favorite movie if I gave a shit about movies, Dude. but I haven't seen enough to say like that's my yeah. other thing is I don't think I've seen enough movies to like accurately say that's the best one out there for me, right. you know? Well, you know, let's but let's talk digress. about that cuz like I, I've been thinking about this recently okay. because, like, I give you shit sometimes for not seeing movies, yeah. and as does everybody else. Yeah. But like, you consume a lot of media oh, yeah. that is not movies. I well, I want to write for TV. Like, right. ultimate goal is I would love to grow up and write for television. Right. So I watch more television. <laughs> I like to grow up in their twenties. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not grown yet. <laughs> I'm still going. I still got time before that burden is put on me dude 25 <laughs> you're gonna get grown. another two feet you're gonna you're gonna be a big you're gonna be a big kid i'm gonna finally get uh my adult form yeah your final form <laughs> where i don't look 12 anymore oh, it's gonna yeah. be awesome me, me too me too <laughs> <laughs> it's coming right right but so, sorry anyway you watch a lot of tv you yeah, want to write for tv because i'm more interested in the formats for how tv works i think it's so interesting to be forced to make an arc every 30 minutes or every 15 minutes or nah. every 45 minutes depending on the tv show nah. having to make that arc while also making an overall arc for the tv show yeah. while also thinking about things like what seasons are going to be out what moods people are going to be in how people are going to consume it like there's so much to tv and there's so much when it's done right that it's like i feel the build and everything is so much more uh i feel it more in tv shows than i do for movies when i watch a movie i'm just like okay well that was a good spent two hours i guess right like i don't think i've ever walked out of a movie and been like my life is different now (laughs) but i have watched tv shows and been like 
I don't know if I'm gonna be the same after this. For you know? sure. Yeah. But, I, it, and plus too, with the uh, I know I don't know. I've heard with the CW writers that like they write from like not episode to episode, but like in five episode chunks. Yeah. Where it's like when they start the season, the whole story isn't completely written. And, like, they have to keep up with that and, like, write from, like, week to week or at least month to month or something like that. And that's, like, really fucking crazy to, like, be, like, it's like, oh, I'm going to make a season of this show and it's going to be great. I'm also going to write it as it goes along. Oh, God. Which is, like, what? What? Yeah. And then you have to deal with, like, the idea of, like, oh, actors leave, you know? And then, like, things change and, like, mm-hmm. oh, all this other stuff. I. I have a big respect for TV writers because oh, yeah. they they do go through a whole lot. Yeah, and I'm I'm that's kind of on, along the lines of like torture that you're willing to put up with. Yeah, I'm yeah. I I'm aware that that's insane and that's an insane schedule to go by. And I've listened to a lot of podcasts with TV writers where they're like, "Oh, I'm so busy right now. I don't have time to eat or sleep or do anything. I'm just mm-hmm. standing at my desk all day." But then, like a week later, they're like, "Well, my show wrapped, and now my life has no meaning, and I've watched every show on Netflix." You know? Yeah, because <laughs> their brain doesn't stop; it just keeps going. And like, I don't know. I think that's so cool and such a like awesome way to live your life is just always like biting that bullet and taking yeah. it, and like, I'm going to make something come hell or high water. Excuse me. <laughs> it's just really really cool hell yeah so yeah where, where was this from why did we start talking about um, this um i i remember I, I started off with hate do you have a favorite tv show do i have a favorite well i do but i'm gonna exclude them because they're wrestling um <laughs> what is my favorite tv show i guess community's up there <sighs> community um what's an oh, you know what fuck it I, it's boy meets world what <laughs> boy meets world is my favorite tv show of all time all right hands down all right it's completely nostalgia based not completely but a majority nostalgia based because it was i grew it was like one of the first shows i ever watched as a child because like the last two seasons aired when i was like three or four so i just remember just being at my grandma's house and just watching it all the time yeah but then i went back like they used to show it on abc family all the time <laughs> now freeform yeah um shout out <laughs> shout, bang bang freeform um <laughs> But, yeah, R.I.P. the Harry Potter marathons, by the way. Mm. HBO's got that now. Um, no more Thanksgiving, Christmas, spring, summer, and any other holiday marathon. No, because HBO doesn't exploit any of their stuff for well, I mean, they don't mass do it like, marketing reasons. They don't it's, do not it like, like, it's not like we even know what HBO does, right? <laughs> what are their shows again? I swear to God you ever come at me like that again. I swear to God there's probably a shirt that says HBO on it. Like, yeah, they probably not, just sell HBO they shirts. They don't fucking marathon things, Allie. Uh, <laughs> Allie. All right, all right. That's, this is a different topic. Continue, continue <laughs> what you were saying. But Boy Meets World, it was like it was a show that I, wa- I watched at several parts of my life and got a different thing out of. Oh, that's, dude. Yeah. I would say my number one TV show, like, I won't defend this against someone who says I'm wrong, and mm-hmm. I definitely won't stand up for, like, necessarily like it's it's not revolutionary but it's scrubs because it was Mm, like that's where i learned insults that's Mm. where i learned like how to stand up for myself that's where i learned like so many essential life things it it does the cheesy lesson thing it's Mm -hmm. you know got bad stuff but like it just goes so long of like 
it makes me feel like whatever age I am. And it makes me mm-hmm. feel like it's helping me through any time. And I feel yeah. like that's something that a movie can't accomplish as easily. It's just like... Well, it's not enough time. A visceral love yeah. for like the existence of it and the the what it does to your life and yeah. how it impacts you at a time. And I don't think TV shows... I've, or I don't think movies can it, it's, easily reach that. Yeah, it's po- Yeah, it's like you said. Like it's not. It's possible for a movie to do that. I just think it's not nearly as easy because like yeah. a TV show has like years, if not decades, not decades, but like a decade. <laughs> you know, for- Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to wrap shit up or something? You you still? What are you still doing? You ever thought about quitting? <laughs> <laughs> you ever thought about not doing that anymore? I don't know. That show's fine. Justin Eccles was the best Red Hood, so fuck it. It's okay. Um, but they make good beer. Yeah. Have you tried it? No, I have not. I got to try it at South by Southwest. I was going to say, it's local here. Yeah, it's um, the new brewery. I think it, I don't remember which one did it. One of those beautiful boys, but uh, they made a beer called The Family Business. Uh Quite delicious. Uh, Aftertaste is not amazing. Okay. But that's beer. Yeah, I don't like beer overall, honestly. It doesn't have the best taste to it. I feel like it was a pretty good beer, though. I'll have to check it out. But, But yeah, no, with TV, it's, it's, Oh, just to go to wrap up the Boy Meets World thing. Like, when I was a kid, uh, the reason why it's my favorite show. When I was a kid, I watched it, and they're, like, these kids in high school or whatever. And I was like, oh, wow, I really want to, like, be like them and be cool like them. And then, like, I got to high school. I was like, oh, these kids are, like, losers like me. <laughs> cool. I'll be a loser, too. That's great. I relate to that. These all these people seem fine. And, like, I had, like, a similar, like, life to the characters because I had, like, a cool best friend named Sean that always got me into, like, wacky shit. That's the only difference between you. Yeah, and <laughs> only difference. Boy Meets World. We both had afros. Hey. <laughs> but, uh, so I was like, oh, man, it's cool that my life is reflective of that. And then, like, I'm watching it now, like, as someone who's, like, older than the characters are in the show at that point in time. And I'm just like, you little dumbasses. What are you doing? Why are you doing the things that you're doing? This makes no sense <laughs> at all. And I love that. I find it hilarious. Like, there's an episode where uh, Corey and Topanga are going to, like, have sex at prom or something. Or, like, that's the, like, the, 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 the theme of the episode. And then, like, they rent a hotel room. But then they rent a hotel room right next to their parents that also got a getaway for that same hotel room. Uh... And there's a scene where the dad walks in on Topanga who's, you know... What? And then Corey walks in on his mom, who's ah! also pregnant at the time, I think. And it's, like, the most uncomfortable shit in the world. It's like, if you little horny motherfuckers just don't stop it, Corey is a horny bastard. And I will say that full stop. And I understand that it's problematic. How did their key cards work? Uh, there weren't key cards. Oh, okay. Just walked in. Or, yeah, they, yeah, they just walked in. All right, now listen. I'm going to go buy a condom. I need you to sit here... <laughs> Super sexy. Just lay out. Be yep. ready for me. Yeah. Because as soon as I walk through that door, you're going to get it, hun. So yep. just stay right there. I'm not going to lock the door. You'll be fine. <laughs> well, he's getting ice. <laughs> ice? I, yeah, I don't know why he's getting ice. He's getting ice. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> but, but anyway, like, I, I have such an emotional attachment to that show because it's, like, fulfilled me on, like, three different levels in life where it's, like, before I was, like, admiration and then, like, relatability and now entertainment. And it's just like it's so it's just very interesting that TV shows can do that sometimes. Oh man! Would you say what's your show? Scrubs, you said. Yeah, yeah, I'd say Scrubs is probably my number one. That's the one I can probably like still put on, even though I've seen every episode at least three times. Mm-hmm. I can still put it on and like legitimately enjoy myself. I find it funny, and I Hell love yeah. how far they'll take a dumb joke. I can't tell you why. Like 
that's probably influenced me so much as a writer is mm. like just taking one dumb idea and running with it for way too long. Like yeah. uh, Dr. Cox calling him girl's name or a girl's name or a different girl, like every, like Leslie, uh, you know, just like yeah. everything else. Like that joke goes on for so long. And then his ranting uh, insults. Mm. Oh man. I love the idea of just somebody always having the time to sit down and tell you why every fucking thing is terrible today <laughs> like and just the commitment to pulling that bit and then they did the musical episode oh you know they did a musical episode that was a thing for a while it was like they just go so far and i like it it's got so much heart sometimes got so much yeah there, there's a lot of i like shows that have heart because community is the same way where it's oh, like yeah. Community will be telling you, like, a super funny joke one minute and then just have, like, a heartbreaking scene the next. And it's like, Dan Harmon has got to get his shit together. But, boy, that guy knows how to how to write a show. And we're definitely qualified to tell him that. Yeah, Dan Harmon. Don't yeah, you listen Harmon. to me, a 23-year-old starting out in the business. I know you're asking for our opinion right now. Yeah. So here it is. I respect you and I love you very much. I'm very sorry to hear about Rick and Morty. Uh, <laughs> even though the fans kind of ruined it a little bit, and I'm very sorry about that too. Okay, uh, but that's that was one of my favorite things on Harmontown recently. He was like... Uh, the world. He said something like the world wouldn't run if everyone was a Rick Sanchez or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, thank you for being aware Dude. of that because your fan base is not, and you've done a bad job of teaching them that. But it's okay. I don't. No. 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 Because that's not <laughs> on him. Because they had the first two seasons and everything Just, was fucking fine. But if you believe in moral philosophy and then you make a TV show that completely contradicts it, like you can't still stand against your own philosophy that's been created by your tv show maybe but like also it felt like and this is a completely different subject entirely but like it it felt like the first two seasons has existed mm -hmm. and then it got popular and then all the people that thought they were smart and heavy air quotes hear this <laughs> intellectuals started getting on it and they're like oh i relate to this character because he's an asshole it's like the same people that love the dark knight i'm too smart the to talk to anyone and i'm too much of a genius to ever explain anything yeah, yeah. exactly and they're those people are literally the worst to be around <laughs> they are the we were at a party with one of them recently and it was not recently but like a while ago and it was one of the most cringy like ter he was like telling girls was like yo get me a drink and like uh like, oh, da, da 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 And he was also, like, trying to hit on this one girl there. And it was just like, dude, can you, like, stop? Ugh. Can you please knock it the fuck off? What a buzzkill. Like, ugh, and it's like people it. like that completely ruined that fan base. Yeah, and that's also hilarious that you're, like, I, 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 I love pointing out when people can ruin amazingly fun things. Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that you remember this party because some guy fucking ruined it. Yeah. Like, there was a party made. People spent money on, like, you know, drinks and food and, like, having people over. Yeah. It, it was an event. There wasn't time put forth towards making this happy moment. And you would just stick your fucking dick in it yep. and make it this shitty... Ugh, man, fuck that guy. I don't even know worst. him. Yeah, I fuck don't know him. Where is he at? Uh, I don't know. I try to stay far away from him. <laughs> right. Uh, you got any topics? I've got quite a few this week. Okay. Uh, I got two. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've got a... All right. And so I've got one that you don't want to hear. I got... Okay. <laughs> Just let me know when you're ready for that. Um, should I do mine first? Go and ahead. Then you do... Okay. No, go ahead. Um, I'm trying to figure out... Because they kind of go into each other. All right. You know what? I'm going to say this. I don't remember if this is exactly the one, but Screen Rant, you need to fucking stop. <laughs> All right? Because I've been seeing a lot of shit on Facebook that I'm not happy about. 
Okay. They I, have you seen these like top twenty five like uh, photos of such and such photos? Okay, so like what they do, and I think they do it through the gamer, which is like a weird ass site to begin with. But they'll post these like tw- top twenty five lists on Facebook, and it'll be like twenty five fan art pictures of like this random thing. Yeah, like one of them. I shit you not. This was the title: top twenty five. Uh, pictures of Kim Possible, Ron Stoppable doesn't want you to see. And it was just a bunch of, like, weirdly sexy pictures of, like, Kim Possible. And it was just, like... And they all involve Kim Possible that I've seen so far, which is very strange, because I think the internet knows I'm a Kim Possible fan, and they're trying to get they're in on that. They're coming after you. They're coming after me specifically, and I do not like how specific they're being about it. That's weird. Um, there's also a lot of them like, oh, check out these uh, Disney characters if they were pregnant. Ew. And it's like, there's a picture of like Ron well, and... Well, I guess that's not you. I'm sorry, pregnant people. <laughs> ew. ew. <laughs> sorry. It's more ew to like the, 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 the art that they're making, like the weird well, thing that they're doing. I, yeah, more to than it. someone... Get... Why would you draw that is the question. I get why, but why is it being top 25 on my Facebook no, feed? No, why would you draw 25 times a character pregnant? Oh, that's the thing, is that they're not, these aren't their drawings. They're all like Tumblr fan art that they're taking from. Oh, so there, I'm guessing there's no credit given to the original I, artist? I've seen credit. I think they're crediting them to a degree, but it's just like, who is this for? Who is this for? What's yeah, happening here? That's kind of more what I meant. Yeah, it's, there's a picture of like, Ron and he's like in the center and on the left is like Shigo and she's like rubbing her like pregnant belly and she's like oh yes and then Kim's like in the doorway also pregnant like coming in real mad at Ron and he's just like oh and I'm just like and they actually have captions for them too it's like oh you wouldn't believe the scenario that Ron got himself in when he cheated on Kim with Shigo and then she got pregnant kept the baby and now Kim's finding out about it and she it's like what the fuck is happening That's here? That's literally not what any of those shows are about. <laughs> Insert Gross. the filthy Frank, it's time to stop meme right stop. here. It's. I thought you were talking about the Screen Rant YouTube channel, though. No, no. It, I have don't... you ever been subscribed to them? Oh, it's fucking terrible. I stopped a long I hate... time ago. You know what's really sad, too, is I used to like them. Yeah, I used to too. like that channel. Was it, did you like it? Like, Was it like about two years ago, three years ago? Yeah, about two or three years ago, yeah. Yeah, back when it was legitimately like, oh, I don't think I know what that list would be. But now mm-hmm. you see a list and you're like, all right, well, that's like this person, this person, and this person. You're going to try to say this person, but that's not yeah. true. Like, and Not to shit on other YouTube channels, because, you know, it's a, it's a space. But, like, I, I'm only okay saying all this because I know exactly what they're doing, and I know they know what they're doing. And that's what annoys me mm-hmm. is that it's the fact of like legit they'll have the same fact on a list like four times a week. What? I can't tell you how many times I've seen the, oh, did you know that in Frozen when Elsa is doing the Let It Go song, her braid goes through her shoulder or some uh... shit? And it's like shit like that where they repeat like, did you know is like all the fucking time. I hate that. And I they'll hate that so much. And they'll use like those weird like sexual like thumbnails too. Like it, like it'll go on popularity. So like a while it was frozen, then it was that like picture of Mrs. Incredible with like the leg thing, or you know what I'm talking about from The Incredibles. I think so. Where she's like breaking into the yeah. lab, like that scene. It's uh-huh. like oh, top ten things kids didn't notice in Disney cartoons or Pixar cartoons, and it's like it's stuff like that. It's like oh, can you please stop? And it's like. I don't know. I just feel like they don't care anymore, and they're yeah. just using it to make money, which is fine, because, you know, fuck it. People got to do that. 
But at the same time, it's like, oh, God, I used to like you. You know what? Props to you guys for getting out of bed every morning and probably looking in a mirror somehow because I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, I tell you, you want to know. That's what I had to look forward to in a day. You want to know a cool alternative channel, though? Sure. Screen Crush. Screen Crush. Screen Crush. Shouts out to Screen Crush. I love their stuff. We've um, got a crush on Screen Crush. I've got a real big crush on Screen Crush. <laughs> but yeah, their stuff is really cool. They do like this, uh, I think it's Screen Crush. The Did You Know the Difference? Uh, where they take like the movie of like a property and take the book and then like do like this video like comparing the differences between the movie and the book oh and that's pretty cool. they do it in a really like cool way and i don't know i really dig them that's screen cool. i'm verifying to make sure it's screen crush that does it because i'm pretty 90 percent right. sure <laughs> right. but i just want to make sure a little fact check real quick uh but yeah i don't know and then my only other uh bean. thing huh your only other bean not only other bean. It's, bean. it's not bean. Bean of information. It's right? not. Okay. It's not. Uh, was how much I love Disney Channel movies. Oh, I love Disney Channel original movies. I liked the first one I saw, but once the second one was exactly the same, I. Can you we talk be... about the format of Disney Channel? Do you want to fucking excuse yourself for a second? I what do you mean? I what are you talking about? I I was. Oh. All right, I'll. Do you want to do you want to pro and con this? You want you want to yeah, have like absolutely here's five uninterrupted minutes of why it's a good idea to yes. watch those movies. Yes. Go ahead. No, you go first. Oh. I want to know what your fucking malfunction is. All right, all right. <laughs> so somebody with two friends exactly uh-huh. uh, likes doing a thing and supposedly has been good at doing it ever since they were small. And also, one of their parents is super amped about them doing that one thing. But then they try a different. Thing. I need to but interrupt real thing. quick. Sure, go ahead. I fucked up. It's Cinefix is the channel that Cinefix? does. Cinefix? Cinefix is the channel. Screen Crush is also cool, but Cinefix is also a really cool channel that does uh, movie analysis and like comparison videos. That's cute. So sorry. Just wanted to get that out there. Cinefix. No, I like that. I like that Cinefix. Like, we're going to fix cinema. And they do. All right. Sorry. No, it's cool. Go ahead. No, it's a good reason. So... Uh, so then they try this new thing, and it's ne- they've never tried it before, but mm. somehow they were born amazing. Because as long as you're just naturally talented, everything's going to be fine for you. Uh-huh. So then they start working really hard at that other thing, but somehow they're also managing to be really good at the first thing, if not slightly slacking over time, you know? Like, they're handling both, but, like, maybe they're just not showing up to the other one enough or, like, not really giving it as much, and someone's like what's the matter with you? You're not doing this like you used to do it. Don't you love doing this thing? And it's like, okay, yeah, dad, but like, geez, I've, I've just always liked uh, doing the other thing that I just now tried doing. And then they're like, well, the, the, you're, you're, you're going to get a scholarship though and you're going to do this forever. You're so good at it. Like, why would you give up? And it's like, I'm not giving up. I'm learning who I really am, dad. And then they go and they have the the day mm-hmm. where like somehow the entire school just took a dart and threw it at a Thursday and was like, let's make every fucking thing on that day. That's going to be prom. That's going to be the final basketball game. That's going to be the final football game. That's uh, going to be the ice skating competition. That's okay. going to be the underwater basket weaving competition. That's going to be everything that on tough. that day. Okay. And so everyone must choose at the ripe old age of 16 what they're about and what they're fucking leaving behind in their childhood years. So they must make that choice. They make the choice for what they truly love. 
the person comes around at the end who was against it and is like, you know what? I think I can find a way to like this. Or they help them complete the goal. It was that way in that cooking one, you know? The mm-hmm. dad is like, what can I do? And he's like, Oh, Eddie's uh, million dollar uh, cookoff, do you go mean? Chop that thing. And everyone's like, Is this against the rules? I guess it's not. It's his dad. It's too cute. I do like kids rule kids movies where it's like they don't have set rules for anything. Like that's how Air Bud was as well. Uh, it's like, well, it's not not in the rules to have a dog playing basketball. I guess we didn't specify <laughs> that. Which is so bizarre. It's like I I mean you could just make a rule right now saying that the dog doesn't play. But alright. Right. First of all, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off is an amazing piece of cinema. Second off, I get where you're coming from. <laughs> but there's a lot of diversity there. You ever seen Mask of the, uh, what was it? Mask or Phantom of the Cineplex? Yep. Mask of the Cine- that one's That one's that's, pretty good. That's some pretty classic Disney Channel there. Though. Oh, yeah. I'm talking I'm like ta- 90s I'm talking, shit. oh. I'm talking, like I'm talking 2000s. Oh, I don't, I wasn't When we were for, alive, DJ. I wasn't there for, dude, I would cry. I straight up cried at a Disney Channel movie once. Have you ever seen True Confessions? Nope. It's a movie with, I probably talked about this before, but it's a movie with a girl that I do not remember her name and a baby, 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 baby boy, Shia LaBeouf. And the movie is about- This is why you like Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> dude, Shia LaBeouf's a good dude, all right? He's a good actor, and I've never disliked him in a thing. Um, so. Yeah, but you still haven't seen Nymph- Nymphomaniac, have you? I don't need to see Nymphomaniac. Yeah, I think you do. It's it. It's a movie that I've seen. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's our, like... That's an exclusive list there, sir. Jesus! Oh, oh, sorry, I almost knocked everything over. I'm so sorry. <laughs> guys, uh, guys, the Zoom recorder, if you know what that is, is, uh... I don't know what size that would be. the size of a phone. It's like if you smushed a banana, like, a quarter <laughs> of the way through. But, um... It, like rotated 40 degrees and dj <laughs> acted like it was on fire well, it fell over it fell <laughs> it uh, fell off of it fell off like, another guys, zoom recorder it's an inch and a half that it fell i did it quotes fell <laughs> i like our little bit of quotes um but okay what was sorry, i talking sorry, about sorry. which movie um true confessions true so it's about this girl that's a filmmaker right oh, cool relatable yeah. we all like that so like this girl's a filmmaker and she's got this contest that she's gonna enter and she has to make a movie and win the contest you gotta make a movie blah 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 uh so she decides to make it about her brother played by Shia LaBeouf who has a a mental handicap of some sorts and just really an endearing kid he likes playing magic he likes doing all this and all that and then there's a scene where like uh I forget the sister's name but like she takes him to the park and, like, he's doing magic, having a good time. And he does magic for, like, these kids. And they're like, oh, hi. Check out my little magic. I'm imagining a baby with Shia LaBeouf's face. <laughs> His adult Grown bearded face. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf from uh, the Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> well, he doesn't look that different. Just forget that he has scruff and that's essentially the same face. But, so, like, he's doing, like, this little magic trick. And he's like, oh, hi, guys. And then, like, they're like, oh, that's really cool. It'd be a shame if someone bullied you right now. And they take his hat and they spit in it and they put it back on his head. And then they chase him like throughout the park into like this library where the scene ends with him like crying in this library, like hiding from the people and that are going to beat him says, up. Shh. <laughs> and he's crying and he's just like, where's my sister? Where's my sister? And I swear to God, it's the saddest shit in the world. It is so upsetting. This is the kind of personality it is. Like 
Tyler yeah. is in the room and he just wanted to say that he is also personally traumatized I, by that scene. Listen. That scene specifically in the library made me really upset as it, a kid. It's, I don't know if you can hear Tyler, but he is saying it is very upsetting as well. Because it is. It is. We're going to have a fucking movie now where we watch True Confessions. No. <laughs> yes. No, okay, I've. There's so many movies that I haven't seen that we don't have to go through the bad ones. I can now skip that part. Oh, of my get life. the fuck out. It's not a bad one. <laughs> We're not watching Brink. We're watch not watching show. Johnny Tsunami 2. All right. This is good classic cinema. All right. Continue, please. But I'm saying that's a good movie. You got Don't Look Under the Bed. What was, was she into any other things? The sister? Yeah. How'd that story end? Oh, uh, she wins the contest because she did. Uh, Originally, it was a story about, like, how her brother's so fucking annoying. And then it turned into a story of, like, oh, man, I love my brother, and he's really cool. <laughs> I'm going to make a whole video talking about why you're a piece of shit in China. Well, cause of cool. Also, another fucking cool movie. All right, so what was I about to say? I'll finish that one first. What did I just say? Uh, I've forgotten. Um, uh, what was it? Oh, Tyler, what's that, what's that movie with uh, the best friend from Even Stevens and then Beans? Or no, 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 not Beans. The little brother from uh, uh, Cat Corey? in the Hat. No. Corey in the House. I always think about Corey in the House. That was my shit. <laughs> there's a, I forget, but there's a movie where, like, uh, the best friend from Even Stevens, like, has this huge, like, quarter collection or something. But then, like, he's, like, going off and he gets, like, grounded because he left his brother at the mall. And, like, he collects this one quarter that essentially, like, Sends him to another dimension where his brother, like, didn't have him as a brother. He's, like, super famous. And he's, like, trying to figure out, like, how to get his brother back to his right time and dimension. Why? Because he wants to get back to his own damn dimension. Is that too so, much to ask? He's famous at this one. He's not famous. His oh. brother's famous. Oh, his brother's famous. His little brother's famous. Well, then kill your brother. <laughs> <laughs> then it's another dimension. Rules aren't applying to you. Kill your brother. <laughs> then go back to your dimension. And then, and then I'm going back to their dimension. his fortune. <laughs> but I'm just saying there's a lot of... Don't look under the bed is what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Have you seen Don't Look Under the Bed? No, I have not. Don't, it's a good movie. Don't look under the bed. getting movie shamed in this book. <laughs> I'm pissed off. But Don't Look Under the Bed is about, like, it's like a murder mystery, essentially, Ooh. where you've got, like, this, again, young lass. You got this young lass, and she used to have an uh, imaginary best friend, right? And then, like, they stop believing in their imaginary best friend. As you do. And then the boogeyman shows up and starts causing havoc in this town. How old are they when this happens? Uh, the girl is, they also have a little sibling that also has an be uh, imaginary best friend. Uh, but this girl is like 15. Oh. At like yeah. mid high school. Yeah. So, uh, what was it? So, like, if I remember, it's been years since I've seen it, but like, the Boogeyman shows up and like this girl gets the help of her little sister's or brother's uh, imaginary friend to fight the Boogeyman because magic must fight magic, obviously. Um, and then it turns out that the Boogeyman is actually the forgotten imaginary best friend of the girl oh, no. and when you like forget about your imaginary best friend you turn into a boogeyman and that's what happens There's, oh, no. and the sfx makeup in this is legitimately terrifying for a child oh gosh it's, you should have led with that man that's that's my yeah oh, come on it's good stuff i'm just saying disney channel used to put out some bangers okay high okay. school musical is not that bad either halloween town halloween town Another banger. I liked Halloween Town. 
Uh, I won't stand up for High School Musical ever. Have you watched it recently? Uh, I don't think I've watched it all the way through. It's I don't fun. think I can sit down for that long. High School Musical is hilarious. They have a whole song and dance about how they don't have songs and dances. What? Yeah, remember in the second one where it's like, I don't dance. I know you can. I don't dance. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I could do this, then you can do that. Yeah, the the baseball, like, flirt scene. Yeah. I've I've seen GIFs. That's enough. Have you seen the little thing at the end where it's like they switch clothing? Yeah, 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 yeah. But. It's like when uh, it's like when Lando Calrissian is wearing Han oh, yeah. Solo's outfit. Yeah, that was weird. That's like the cuter version of that. I would like to know why that happened. It's because they fucked. <laughs> Did you watch all of Star Wars and didn't know that didn't... Han Solo is when? a bisexual? Like, when did they fuck? That's why he can land his ship at his place. That's why he betrayed him. You know? I mean, come on. But like he was frozen. Come from a... on! You can't just show up. <laughs> Who would give away Chewie if they weren't fucking? Come on! <laughs> you don't give away a Wookiee to someone that hasn't seen you naked. Come on! I feel that's the. I'm gonna make that the thumbnail of this podcast. That we... quote: You don't give up a Wookiee to someone who hasn't seen you naked. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I don't know shit. But uh, that's true. I'm That's just all say- I know about the world. I'm just saying give Disney Channel movies from the 90s a shot. Oh, Cadet God. Kelly, another banger. My mom's Cadet gone Cadet Kelly? On- yeah, Cadet Kelly was great. Are you kidding me? Was that the one? Oh, wait. Luck wait, of the wait. Irish? I was thinking of a different movie, but that one's pretty good. Cadet Kelly's dope. Yeah. Because it, it has this whole repelling scene at the mm-hmm. end where she actually has to apply knowledge that she learned. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. It and I learned military time <gasps> very soon. Because they were like, mm-hmm. meet at 1,700 hours. And she's like, there's not 17 on a clock. And they're like, bitch. You don't knock that shit off. <laughs> okay, two more I want to mention. All right, all right. Uh, my mom's going on a date with a vampire. No. It's really Seen fucking it. cool. It wasn't good. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> they're garlic on this bread? <laughs> Shut the oh. fuck up. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I got two more. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> so. Oh, you hated that? You'll hate it. <laughs> So they're all date related, Ugh. except for the last one. Okay. Uh, my date with the president's daughter. It's charming mm, as shit. I, I wasn't hurt by that one. It was I charming. Saw it. I saw it. There's a movie with Sinbad that's really cool, where he plays like a bodyguard to the president's son, and then he gets like shot at the end. Do you remember that one? No. That actually <laughs> happened. I forget if it was Sinbad or not, but there's a movie where it's like this guy, comedian, plays the 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 bodyguard to this kid who's the president's son. And then I don't know why. It's like an assassination attempt or something on the president's son's life. But, like, I remember the movie ends with, like, this actor bodyguard getting shot and ending up in the hospital. And that's how the movie ends. I've got to remind you that my life was not about filmmaking until I was, (laughs) I want to say 18 because that's when I started college. But honestly, not until I was, like, 19 or So you're not fucking with any of these movies. Like, I literally did not give a single shit about the existence of movies like mm. from when i was about six till i was about 12 like, okay i really didn't care and uh i couldn't read very well and like just not cultured not mm. i don't know any just a bag of rocks in the corner yeah really <laughs> really dude i watched homeward bound have you seen that homeward bound is tight i watched that movie probably 50 times in my childhood wow not that tight probably made me really sad as a human <laughs> i'd imagine so it's a depressing it movie probably affected a lot of my life because most of what i remember of that movie is the scene where the golden retriever says go on without me bud i'm old and should be dead anyway and he's like i'm not leaving you here in this ditch and he like barks at him and he's like 
aggressive about let me die. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, wow, what a scene. And then he just leaves that dog there to die. Wow, what a scene. Wow, what a scene. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. like, eight years. I also watched a lot of Animal Planet. Shout out to Bindi Irwin. Okay. I follow you on Twitter. Hell and yeah. you make my life better because you're so full of joy in your own life and your existence, like, is not, yeah. we're not worthy. It's so awesome that like so many people exist for the lives of animals and all that different stuff. But Fuck I was yeah. such a fan of Steve Irwin when I was a kid. Uh, I loved all the Animal Countdown videos. Oh, I like those too. The those most are fun. extreme was like my favorite. The most one. extreme. The most extreme. <laughs> Wasn't it? Was it Animal Planet or History had that one where they would like do like the digital recreations of what would happen if two animals fought? No, that one. But then also there was like one where it's like. If a snake bit you, it would like course through your veins, and like they had like this T pose thing, and it's just like this like animated green dude, and you would just like die and like if all it these was different green, ways. It was the most extreme. The because most extreme. Everything about yeah. the most extreme is green. Yeah, that okay. wasn't a shot of the actual animal. I do remember that. That's and when I, I first learned about Tasmanian devils. And, Did like, you? Those were you the a, coolest animal? Were you amazed when they were an actual animal? Yes, I was so happy. <laughs> it's like, oh what? my gosh! Like. I was so excited when I found out that was a real thing and yeah. that they're just like they were named that because everyone was like, This fucking animal's such an asshole. These like fuckers are we're devils. gonna name it after the creation of evil. Like <laughs> right. Tasmanian devils. I love it. I remember <laughs> I found out I was like, Oh no, they're real. These annoying bastards are so loud. They're like <laughs> demons. <laughs> but okay. Hell yeah. Alright. I mess with that. Those yeah. are quality content that, things. But that was all. That was it. You watched yeah. Discovery Kids? Nope. Discovery Kids has some bangers, too. No, I just watched the... I, I watched... Uh, I, I got weird into, like, survival stuff after a while. Mm. I used to watch that way too much, like, for 15-year-old, you know? Okay. All right. That's tight. Who wasn't, like, in Scouts or something. <laughs> like, I was just really excited by the idea of people, like, not being able to eat for 30 days and stuck in the middle of a forest. It was cool. Shit got me hyped. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was like, man, imagine if I wasn't in fifth grade right now. Imagine. <laughs> all right. I could go do that. <laughs> I need to I need to share a wrestling thing real quick. All right, you all right. said a fifth grade thing. So this is old, old news to any DJ, wrestling people. the wrestling expert. The ex- expert. <laughs> the, wrestling, just... the wrestling aficionado. Everyone should know right now, DJ is the smartest person about wrestling. I know. I Well, I've had a lot of experience. And that's not foreshadowing anything that I had to say later. I so t- go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I took a, a brief break from like 14 to maybe 18. But, like, from, like, the ages of before I could even remember. The womb. The womb, essentially. I remember being, like, two and watching wrestling. He had a twin brother. Yeah. Not anymore. And then I body slammed him through a table (laughs) in the womb. (laughs) I was like, I'm winning this championship, buddy. You got this appendix. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That was, like, the doctor when they were doing, like, a little sonogram thing. Uh, Well, get him. (laughs) But he's spinning the other child in the womb. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is this man has a family. Everyone's just gathered around the like ultrasound or whatever, and then she's your mom's just like, uh, "Can I go can now?" I go? And this like, is hold insane. up, hold up. <laughs> All right, five dollars for the door. Five dollars for the door. <laughs> so okay, so I I've had I, I watched it from a very young age up until like fourteen. Fell out of it in high school for a bit, and then I came back to it like in college, and that I just know a lot from that. That's the only reason because I've been watching for a very long time. So. Recently, at WrestleMania, happened a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. uh, there was this man called Braun Strowman, who's a large man, very large man, seven feet tall, maybe, a little under seven feet tall, jacked, muscular hillbilly man, 
beard down to his chest. Um, but he decided he wanted to take on the tag division as a single man, which is insane. Yeah. But he does so, and he's like, I want to match at WrestleMania for the tag team championships, and I'll figure out who my partner is later because it won't matter. Um. All right. That's so, a plan. So we're at WrestleMania, right? He's like, all right, it's time to figure it out. You guys want to know who my partner is? Because they've been hyping it up for weeks. And uh, he's like, it's going to be one of you. One of you is going to be my partner. And then he goes out into the crowd and gets the infamous Nicholas, and uh, who's a, a, a about 11-year-old boy in the fourth grade. Oh, uh, no. However old you are in the fourth grade, I don't know how old he is, but he's a small child. That's nine. Nine? Okay. Yeah. So nine years old. Um, he picks him up. He's like, all right, get in here. They win the tag team championships. Shut up. He's on Raw the next day and is like, yo, we got to forfeit the championships. And then Kurt Angle, the GM, is like, why? Why do you have to do that? It's like, well, we can't compete really because uh, Nicholas has a, uh, a scheduling conflict. And he's like, why? What's, what's, scheduling? what's the scheduling conflict? Uh-huh. He's like, well, he's in the fourth grade. So, like, we can't really, like, travel that much because he's got school during the days and all that. So we're going to have to forfeit. And uh, before Nicholas leaves, he's like, all right, but when I come back, though, I'm going to show everybody these hands. And everyone's going to get these hands. So I'm waiting for another 10 years to see if Nicholas is going to show back up in the WWE because he really should. Uh, Nicholas the man. Uh, so now that I've... Imagine if any other profession... <laughs> imagine, if, <laughs> imagine if we, <laughs> in like five years, yeah. we just went somewhere to like a, you know, a playground or something. And As we, we like, do in five you, years from now. child, hold this microphone. And then at the end of it, they were like, you guys wait in 10 years, I'll be the best fucking filmmaker you've ever seen. Like, <laughs> But honestly though, wrestling will do shit like that. That's well, crazy. They'll long con shit. Oh, God. There's stories that have been going on for decades. The Bruno San Martino, who's a wrestler that just died, one of the first big, huge time professional wrestlers, held on to his championship for about eight years. Nearly a decade he was champion. Whoa. Shit like that, where it's just like I I it's just great. And I love it. I forgot why I brought it up, but I just I, I love Nicholas and I hope he comes back. Well, shout out to Nicholas. Shout out to Nicholas we all Bang Bang. In you, but uh, if you wanna blow glass, that's fine too. If you want That's fine you too. You tell people to do meth? What? Is that a you don't know somewhere? what glass blowing is? I know. It sounded like a drug thing. Glass thing. Just thought it was a drug thing. I'll make sure no. we're not telling people to do meth or crystal rock. No, but if you want to do meth too, that no. don't do meth. <laughs> don't do meth. All right. So now that I've eaten up a majority of the podcast, do you, ha- do you have do you have do you have a topic that you want to well get into? I've got one. Okay. That needs to be said. That needs to be said on this podcast at this time. Okay. Everyone should know this. Okay. That uh, DJ didn't know. Oh, shit. Is this one I'm not going to like? Yeah, you didn't. He didn't know. Oh, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Fuck off. What I'm about, what's about to happen to me is treason and bad. Continue. Go ahead. Shame me. Publicly shame me on our podcast. Go ahead. Do it. It's so hard to explain. Do it. Oh, God. So there's been this meme. That's been going around. And yeah. If if this if there's like if one person could actually have the origin story of being a meme that jumped out into human form to spread more memes, it might be DJ because he's just <laughs> always aware of what memes are going on when, where they came from, where they were used first, all the all this stuff. I like knowing so where they. Sh- I like knowing where they're from. We can we could probably go up to DJ uh, on any random day and be like, mm-hmm. "What's that meme with that kid that like eats a flower or something like that?" Uh huh. Figure something. 
But, <laughs> but one of the big memes that's been going around my household is saying, "Oh, they didn't. Oh, you didn't know." And that's like, yeah. you'll you'll say that to like literally anything, and it just makes them angry. That's most of what I understand. From and this. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty great because like it's just someone trying to be genuinely happy about something. Like, dude, I found out today that Chick Fil A sells French fries, and you're just like, "Oh, you didn't know." Yeah. And I don't know why, but it's so it's so good. Oh, you didn't know. Oh, you didn't know. <laughs> like, it's like such an asshole thing to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So DJ uses that. <laughs> DJ used that in my house like four or five times, yeah. and then it was brought up that the origin story of this meme is actually wrestling. Well, okay. So how this was revealed to me is like, oh, you didn't know, right? It's like, oh, you didn't know. It's like a funny thing. But then Cade, who were all here at some point in the future. Uh, who was, like, the person that brought the meme to my attention, was like, oh, yeah, and then there's this other part to it that's, like, then you're asked better tell somebody. And I lost my mind because I I didn't know that it, it was didn't know, guys. from Road Dog, Road Dog's <laughs> entrance for, like, the New Age Outlaws, I think, from D-Generation X, which the thing that fucked me up is that, like, it's the same word, but he says it so differently in such a specific way that I didn't even think. That it could have been it. I'm just, I'm so lost on the fact that the, the, the one <laughs> thing to probably fucking remember after seeing that intro is where the fuck that intro came from. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> oh, you didn't know? <laughs> yeah, but I tell somebody. <laughs> I love her duck so much. So that, that was really all I had was because it's just so so amazing. All you had was we, to put me that, on blast. All the it's so it's so amazing because DJ didn't. No, that's the joke fuck. that you DJ fuck. that you don't know. Like it's that's the best part. It went full fucking circle. DJ didn't know, didn't know. He didn't Piece know. Of shit. DJ doesn't know, guys. You damn son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, I recently got a Samsung phone. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, you recently got the Google phone. Yeah, love we're it. Bo- we both had iPhones before that. Yeah. It's an adjustment period. Didn't like it. I used to have an Android phone, and I remember when the little emojis were little aliens or robot. Like, oh, yeah. It was like an Android, so it was a little robot dude, right? Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. Those were cute. Yeah. And it had these little, like, you know, robot eyes, and that was fine. Mm-hmm. They kept the eyes when they switched back from robot emojis to face emojis. So every, like, Samsung emoji, their eyes are, like, black pits. <laughs> like... They really are a little creepy when They've you look at it. They've got nothing left to live for. Yeah, like, even the smiling ones are, like... <laughs> like they're just like they don't look super like happy. they're a little nervous a little yeah. scary yeah man they're like yeah and the one without a mouth like i'm showing this one to dj real quick oh yeah it that's no good trapped. that's no good oh, that's what scared. horror looks like all of them look a little bit scared added to whatever emotion they're giving right now and oh, i just man. wanted to let everyone who's still on the iphone trained to know what they're missing out on yeah you don't need to be there anymore <laughs> yeah. get out of there yeah, it's it, no good yeah and i don't know it's fine i just couldn't get with it anymore i just i got sick of apple trying to mess with me and i don't like it yeah yeah <laughs> it's convenient and like there are a lot of things that apple does very well mainly like their user interface but the way that they their business model is right now i'm not super into it mm-hmm. so i'm just kind of like all right you guys do you i'm just gonna uh-huh. Yeah, I also feel like my phone does more work to make it easier for like users. Yeah, and I feel like iPhone made it easier to like uh, work with other iPhone things. Yeah, you know they yeah. made it more like 
things were getting more complicated as they got easier for people with i like apple watches and stuff like that and it's like yeah i'd rather just have a phone that does everything already yeah that'd be tight but it's whatever just wanted to bring up soulless eye emojis hell yeah can't miss them they're no they've got nothing left to live for they're the best (laughs) i love them and it makes all the creepy ones so much creepier like the clown one on mine absolutely goddamn terrifying <laughs> oh man i love the clown i love i love just sending that as like a confirmation you know i told you for a while i was experimenting with new ones because i always do the thumbs mm. up emoji right so i wanted to broaden my horizons on the emoji front <laughs> diversify your portfolio <laughs> yeah i really wanted to advance my skill set but uh-huh. whatever uh and so I started sending the clown one, just like, hey, we yeah. still meeting for that meeting tomorrow? And you'd be like, yes, we are. And I'd be like, all right, smiling clown. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just so unnecessary. Just text back at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gross. No, don't ever do that again. Oh, man. Uh, uh, also, did you know that they're selling magic carpets outside of your apartment? What? I'm so tempted to make a bad life choice because there's a big sign. Okay, at the... <laughs> 35 the i don't really i-35 know I who could it could be i-35 it could be another street who knows you who don't knows? get to know but there's a street somewhere that's yeah. close to your street yeah where there's this guy with a truck and outside of the truck are all these you know carpets they're like rugs uh-huh. and like one of them has a skull on them some of them have triangles on them they're pretty like regular rugs mm-hmm. but there's a giant sign next to it that says magic carpets and i'm like all right what kind of magic are we talking about though because at some point there is like a risk versus reward threshold that you go through like you're about to start some weird 80s movie with this right now yeah could this carpet become sentient and do my bidding yeah just want to know that right off the bat like if we're not getting into that then i don't care yeah if it's Uh you know (laughs) and it's just it's like I know better. I know better than to pull over. I know better, but God damn it, you put the word magic on a big sign and I got to believe you, you know? I, all right. And so, you got to know that magic carpet means something else now, right? Like, uh-huh. they've got to be aware that you can't just put, like, it's magic how covered up your floor will be. Also, even if it doesn't, what does that entail? What? Yeah. What's magic about a fucking <laughs> carpet? Where's the magic at in this carpet? God damn it. I. Listen, I mm, I don't want to bring this up because it might paint me as a bad person. Oh, go ahead, please. But I'll see how it goes. I'll see if I want to cut it out. Okay. Uh, but so Tyler has been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts recently, and we got to the uh, the Aladdin section of the uh, of the of the game. Uh huh. And we were doing this bit about like if Aladdin was just a terrible person, <laughs> where it's just like, first of all, I want this man murdered. That's my first wish. <laughs> Second of all, I wish that you were never free. Ever. What? That no wish can negate that at all. Oh, my God. And my third wish is I want you to do, like, some weird thing or something. Not sexual. Stop it. That's enough. I didn't say shit. So the, the, second, the second wish was that uh, you can't ever be free. And the third wish is I wish that there was never any wish in the future that could negate that. So he spent two of his three wishes to make this genie's life miserable. Like, like he gains nothing. He gains like a man is dead and that he's this genie is never free. What? Uh, the wish. Gosh. I okay. Honestly, it's just so sad. I almost want to make a little segment at the end where we talk about what we've been looking at our laptops the whole time because uh-huh. 
I have my laptop open the whole time and I do nothing productive for this podcast with it. Yeah. But it has to be here because it feels uh, that's just how it has to be. Yeah, yeah. The first time we were looking at like just calming things to get past the terrible anxiety of this and everything. But yeah. now I'm just looking at anime characters every time and I feel like it'd be cool to just let people know like what I'm looking at. Like, I like you that know, game. a little like just a little closer for the for the end of the podcast or something. I've just been like messing around on this YouTube front page looking at the Meg, which I'm very excited for. It's short for the Megalodon, and it's an underwater movie about... It's great. Listen, man, as being someone who was raised on Animal Planet, let me tell you right now, <laughs> I've I've seen a lot of research about the Megalodon, and I am nonplussed with it's most of it. It's terrifying. It's also fake. Fuck you. It's so not a real thing. Like, it may have existed, but also that science is dodgy. Like, it's not... You're dodgy. Uh, whatever so <laughs> i'm not that invested in the megalodon <laughs> dude well, let me just tell you right now like it's all cool and everything that they're like looking into it but the actual s- severity of ever being scared about this thing is uh-huh. it it's it's so not a thing that existed it's so not a problem it's so like the ju- I've seen so many like scientists just getting so frustrated with camera crews showing up and asking them about this fucking megalodon because they're like, I really do study sharks and sharks are pretty fucking cool without having to be this stupidly uh, Hollywooded, you know? Well, I do know, but I'm going to choose to live in a world of fun and magic. <laughs> with where megalodon? The meg- <laughs> where the megalodon existed. It uh, might still exist in this movie called The Meg. And I'm going to have a good time. Allie, do you have anything else to say other than this horse bullshit that you're spewing at me right now? Let me see. Straight garbage to say the Megalodon didn't exist. You can go to aquariums and find the giant dolphin. See? There you go. Um, Here's something that we brought up earlier that I think is an interesting life lesson for me and DJ because we both agree on it. Mm. Uh, (laughs) But not particularly. I just think it'd be fun to talk about. Uh, We said it, I think you said it earlier. If you think I'm going to be a bad person, then I'm just going to do it. Yeah. That's such an amazing way to live life. Like, if you keep... (laughs) I don't know if it's amazing. It's so awesome. Because it's like, if everybody's already going to treat me like I do bad things, Uh just do the bad things, dudes. You already have to deal with the consequences. If it's something that you want to do anyway, I'd say go for it. Yeah, but also fess up to your shit. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to say that might be incredibly dangerous advice we're giving about that but then again who's listening so right. hello <laughs> void rose nesbitt i hope you find our way back to oh, us oh man god bless you <laughs> well uh, anyway it's been a tight podcast it's been fun yeah i like this one a lot of good times had. oh by the way i've been looking at bakugo all this time bakugo from my hero academia which oh. is an anime that's coming out that's out right now on its second season and bakugo is the best villain that's ever been written because he has one point and that's don't help me because <laughs> i'm too good for that <laughs> and I'm, it's amazing. I'm not gonna lie, I was really disappointed because I thought you said Bakugan for a second, and I was very excited about that. Nope, 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 nope. nope. You asked me last week not to end it with train shout, train sounds. Did, I definitely did end it with train can sounds. Can you last. end it with the sound of someone stirring beans? <laughs> I'm gonna put in something a little more fun. We'll see. We'll see. Let's see. We'll see what I want to do. Stirring beans somewhere in this podcast. Don't tell me where, but just put it somewhere in the damn podcast. Okay. All right. And the only payoff is going to be right now. So you have to get to the end of the podcast to understand the bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, bye. Bye. Have a good week or whatever.